Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 9 of the podcast we like to call On Some BS. I'm your host, Bama B. My co-host, uh, Miss Sammy Baby, is uh, unable to join us for this episode. <laughs> we still going to hit her up. But rejoining me for a, yet another episode. Brother, go ahead and introduce yourself again, man. Uh, I am Piper the Villain. Glad to be back. Um not going to put this as a tax credit, so uh, put <laughs> money under the table. Man, hey, listen, you know we got you. Man, listen, I really appreciate you coming through. Uh, Pipe happened to, uh, you know, I texted him yesterday out of nowhere and asked him if he wanted a podcast, and the brother showed up, and I greatly appreciate you coming through, man, helping me with this episode. Point guard need a wing, baby. You know That's what, what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. Well, Pipe, you already know the format, man. Uh, we start off with saying who we thought was on some BS this week or today or whatever the case may be, so I'll go ahead and give the floor to you, sir. Um, I'm going to start, uh, with your coworkers, but here's why. <laughs> okay. Uh, so a few days ago, this is the last week's episode and I want, I wanted to give a shout out to the, the good people at the USPS. Uh, you guys are amazing. You do amazing work. You do God's work cause y'all deal with us. Yeah. And, um, and what makes you guys hilarious is that what has been living in my mind rent free I'm not going to say you look like Black Lightning. What I'm going to say is you're very Chris <laughs> Williams adjacent. That's Chris a, Williams adjacent. What in the world? Like, like, like if somebody was like, if somebody was like, hey, that's uh, that's Chris Williams' brother. I'm like, oh, Byron, yeah. That, now, let me tell you something. I was thinking about that today. I was just sitting here at the house. I said, them MFs really told me I look like Black Lightning. Chris Williams. Scooter! Off the living single. I want you to know. I look like Scooter. This is how petty I am in my life. <laughs> I went to your, your social media. Oh, my gosh. And was... Uh, had a piece of paper in my hand. I just gingerly put it over your eyes. And I was like, yeah. Yeah, this nigga's Black Lightning. Without a doubt. Without a shadow of a doubt. I was like, yeah, they're the same person. Bro, one of the other carriers, Josh, that was on one of our episodes, going to text me and say, you may not look exactly like Black Lightning, but there's something about you you resemble. I don't know if it's y'all's build or what. I said, man, fuck you. It's Black Lightning Lightning adjacent. That's what I said. Black Lightning adjacent. And when I saw it, and and, then they said that, and I said, God, this is... This is going to rack my record. Because I'm, I'm a fan of Black Lightning. I love Black Lightning. That was, uh, and then I saw it, and I was like, and I was looking, I said, fuzz do look like, damn. I said, nah, I can't even, I can't shake it. You're Black Lightning. Like, I'm, just, I'm not saying you're Chris Williams. I will say, <laughs> we have never seen you two in, in the, the same, same place at the same time. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. <laughs> if, I was, if I was Black Lightning, I promise y'all, I would be getting paid big bucks. I would listen. I'm out here vigilante and stopping meta humans and stopping terrorist groups and all that. Honestly, believe I'm charging. I'm taxing. I'm just saying, if I ever meet <laughs> a black albino dude, I'm gonna put it in his ear that you said something about his mom, so y'all can fight. Oh, bro, yes, absolutely. Because just simply because. I want to see you fight Tobias well. <laughs> like I said, it's you may not be. Let me tell you something. You, y'all, it's Chris Williams adjacent. 
if I'm fighting an albino dude, I understand I'm going to cheat. I'm going to have a strobe light flash. Because you know that their eyes be having a hard time like catching light and stuff. Does it? You never seen that? I'm, Look it up. I'm going to be honest. I'm kind of terrified of albino people. Okay. Okay. Listen. <laughs> listen look it up. Now, albino people, their eyes, like, are searching for, like, they's kind of doing like that. If you go back and watch Black Lightning, they get close into Tobias Wells' face. His eyes is like. So, I would like. I, I want you to know, I'm going back home tonight. Hopping on Netflix. I would get a strobe light and do like this in his eye. <laughs> And make him have a seizure. I'll just, I'll just, <laughs> just walk up, throw a flashbang in the room, <laughs> close the door, and run over and go off and go in there and just jab him, like squaring it right, right cross. Well, I, you know what? I would respectfully, respectfully say, fuck you. And uh, <laughs> I'm not mad. I, I came here confidently to tell you that to your face. I was like, yeah, I'm going to tell this man in his home. It, at least he told me to my face. Because I, I, I was like, <laughs> I heard that on the episode, and I'm listening. As your as you guys are still talking, I said, I need to see this. I need to see this for myself. And the visual is uh, it's hilarious. You know what? If, uh, if I had the means of going to Halloween as Black Lightning one year, then I absolutely will embrace it. But as for right now, I would say no. <laughs> I'm just saying, if you had a taser and a blue and yellow shirt, I'm in there. You you don't have to do much. It's easy. You don't have to do much. <laughs> Black light and look at him. Yeah, it's some, some goggles. You're good to go. <laughs> right. You're good to go. <laughs> well, who I saw on some BS this week, man, I kind of got one long story and I got kind of a short story. The short story is this. I saw something on the news today. This brother apparently goes into this credit union and robs the credit union. Which is stupid. Okay. He claims that the money was for his daughter's cancer treatment. Oh, he tried to John Q it. He tried to hit us with a John Q. Now, if that was the case, no. I get it. Hey, health insurance is ridiculous. American health insurance is non-existent. It's, it's some bullshit. We just all need to go to Canada. We it. just need to go to Canada. All these other nations are providing affordable health care, and we sitting here stuck at looking sick and dying every single day, right? Come to find out. It was not. For his daughter's medical expenses. What was it oh, for? For, for his daughter's cancer. What was it for? This brother apparently went on a shopping spree in Chicago. Hold up. So, where did he... The, the the credit union was in Chicago? I That's the thing. Uh, I got to go back and read it. I believe so. I believe so. I could be wrong. But... He got caught going on a shopping spree. They found the money. They found some of the money in a rental car that he had rented. Um, yeah. The brother's always screwed up. You know what I'm saying? He talking about, excuse me, y'all, I'm dead at the same time. <laughs> but. Yeah, he told me his daughter's cancer treatments, and yeah, the money was found in the rental car soon after that. So, yeah, he told me, I don't know why y'all mad at me. I was just trying to take care of my daughter. Brother, you got caught. So, he went to go, he rushed right over to Nike Town and bought some new J's to make his daughter feel be- better about her treatment. If huh? you see a picture of the brother, he'd be like, nigga, you did this. You, oh, he's one of them? You you did. Yeah, okay, I know those faces. It wasn't like John Q who got the the, the raggedy lineup, that 5 o'clock shadow in the backwards hat looking like a real dad. 
Yeah, you like nigga, you yeah, did with an old this. pair of New Balances from Cole. Oh yeah, with some khakis on. Yes, no, nah, nah, that nigga had R. Kelly face. Yeah, he had absolute R. Kelly. Face. R. Kelly face. Yeah. Yes, he did this. R. Kelly definitely did it. Without, oh, yes. without a shot over that. R. Kelly's a nasty, nasty man. Oh yeah, he's a toucher. <laughs> he's, he's definitely a toucher. Right? He, he's definitely um, he's definitely molesty, rapey type. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, any nigga that hangs out at playgrounds is. Bruh, from what my mom told me, I know we we kind of off topic. Whatever, I don't care. What my mom told me is that one of his homeboys, there was like an interview or something from years ago, and they were talking to the dude. His homeboy was like, you know, this kind of described Robert, you know, kind of person. He's like, you know, Rob, cool, man. He real cool. You know, he just like hang around them high schools a lot, but, you know, he cool. Jesus. Wait, listen. R. Kelly been telling on us, and his people been telling on him. I was listening to the episode last week. You got me hip to a lot of stuff between the, the doo-doo stick line, the, the chocolate factory. <laughs> I want you to know it's hard to like you think back to like R. Kelly's like hits and you go it's heyday yes you you just kind of go is he talking about a grown woman on this song when he's saying girl nah he, <laughs> he's, he's literal <laughs> he's been leaving Give me a, that honey love. Yeah, yeah, he's been leaving a, a trail of breadcrumbs <laughs> to being a toucher for some time and it's like God damn like man, we all and we almost funded, we pretty much funded terrorism we to a degree. We funded terrorism to a degree, bro. We was going to concerts and all that. Oh, man. Trapped in the closet, one through 20, whatever. I actually sat my goofy ass up there and watched all of them. I I watched all of them. I'm part of the problem. I ain't going to hold you. <laughs> one through five, I, I was mm. cool with. Mm. Mm-hmm. After that, it got weird. When, it started getting weird. When the, the midget, or excuse me, little person, I don't want, <laughs> yes. I want the PC police to get me. Um, uh, wasn't it like a, a a fat white country lady in there talking about big man or something? Yeah, like yeah, that? yeah. It got the it got with the stutter. It got weird after a while. He it did. He was running out of stuff to talk about. It was it was very uh, very early Tyler Perry. When when <laughs> they, then they ended the whole thing. Thompson the pastor got the package. I said nigga. Man, I was <laughs> when I heard, "Oh my God, a rubber, rubber!" I said, "This is bars." Yeah, like, I did. Too. I was like, I did too. Uh, when my nigga said, "Well, well, well," Mark, what the fuck is this? I was like, "Yeah, tell him, Kelly." Mark Kelly tried to sing his way out of jail. He really did. He really did. But with, you know, as an adult, um, I don't have any kids, but with nieces and nephews, I'm just you know. I can't message no more, Robert. No, absolutely no. not. I'm sorry. No, no, the nigga deserves to have every piece of his uh, being beat. Yeah, the fuck up. Yeah. So they can bury him under the jail, and I'll be, I'll be okay. Oh, with I'll be that. perfectly fine. Yeah, no. Uh, oh, oh, no. <laughs> the second story, I can consolidate it. Uh, pretty much, there's a guy on one of the routes out there. Of course, I work at the postal service as a supervisor. Uh, one of my carriers, he's not the nicest guy when it comes to his customer service. He's not mean to the customers, but he doesn't really acknowledge them. Not really his job to acknowledge the customers, and also they want him to hand them. They want him to hand them the mail. We're not supposed to hand anybody the mail. Now, if you carry a hand you the mail, it's because he's just being courteous. But we don't have to. We're not supposed to. Okay. Well, I would think because of whatever happened with anthrax. Anthrax. We don't know if the person coming out of the house it even lives in that house. And then COVID. Just as a come on, man. Yeah, it's just you know, just get it out of the box. Just just get it out of the box. So this guy apparently has been having issues with our care for some time now. Uh, 
and he's like, the guy, the guy just won't hand me the mail. X Y Z is that third. So yesterday, the, the who guy, waits for their mail? He must be retired. He no, nah, he's a younger, probably mid to late thirties white guy. Why is he home every day waiting for his mail? I don't know, but he came up to the station yesterday. Clearly irate. Now, when I see an irate customer come up, if they're a guy, I size him up immediately. I'm like, okay, in case this guy really does have that much frustration, he wants to take it out on somebody, I size him up. This guy saw him, I said, okay, he's about 5'8", five, 5'9", five, probably a buck 60. I said, I would do him dirty. Yeah. <laughs> All right? Yeah. So, so he leaves. I tell him that, listen, the carrier, the carrier is not wrong. The carrier is not wrong for not handing you the mail. I said, he's not wrong for not handing you the mail, but, you know, I'll talk to him about the customer service aspect of things, okay? So, the guy comes back. I mean, no, no, I'm sorry. He calls back, and he's like, hey, I saw the carrier on the route. I tried to address him and have him give me the mail again. He said, what do you think? I just walk around with your mail in my bag all day? He said, so, I just want some respect. So, I'm going to, I only know one way to get respect, and that's to whoop his ass. I said, okay, sir, let me tell you something. I said, assaulting a federal employee. Oh, he was 5'8", 160 pounds? Yes. What, how big is your... your... The carrier, he's a bony guy. He's about 6'1", six, 6'2", six, but he probably weighs a buck 40. He's a very But he got man. reach on it. He got reach, but he's, you know, you know, I'm sure that he would defend himself, but he wouldn't do a whole lot of damage. Maybe he could. I could be wrong. You can't sleep on nobody. I just don't think no 160-pound man should be threatening me. Maybe that's just where I stand on it. I told the dude, I said, sir, if you go out there and you assault... A uh, federal employee, that's a hefty fine. Hefty fine. Trust me. People forget that you guys are federal. Too. We're federal. People forget that. Huh? Yes. They forget that heavy. We are federal. But then again, they stormed our nation's capital. So oh, ah, yeah, you know. Y'all don't give a fuck about They really don't care. Yeah, well. So, you know, I'm going through. I'm trying to tell them. I said, sir, if you, I said, you jumped the gun. I said, I had already. I was going to reach out to the carrier. I was going to have him give me your mail that you didn't get today. And I was going to just bring it to you myself when I got off. That's what I was going to do as a supervisor, right? This guy still, well, why didn't you tell me that? I said, sir, I don't need to tell you all of that. I said, I was just going to look out for you because you're the customer. I said, but you jumped the gun. You let me do my job. I didn't jump the gun. I said, sir, you tried to get the mail from the carrier on the street and said that you're going to wait for him at the truck. You jumped the gun. I said, so now I can't even clean it up. So the guy starts getting upset and start yelling. I said, hey, man. I said, you're not going to raise your voice at me on this phone. Right? I told you, I said, you're not going to raise your voice on this phone. He's still getting loud. I said, hey, man, I don't know what you thought this was. You turn, Oh, you turned on the ATL switch. <laughs> I, said, I don't you know what you thought this was. <laughs> I said, but you not about to be on this phone, raise your voice, cussing at me, dog. And then he's like, well, you motherfucker. I said, what? So he's like, I'll come down. I said, come down there if you want to then, bye. And he hung up the phone real quick. So long story short, I, I called. Down there, though, he didn't come down there, no. Long story short, I called the postal inspectors this morning. There's an investigation coming. When the postal inspectors get involved, I can promise you that it never ends well for the person harassing the carrier. I'm just telling you. Yeah, how do you think you're going to threaten me? Uh, sir, beat your ass. Real quick. Like, you can forget all this this, this whole quick. envelope situation we got going on. Real quick. I'll slap the fire out you. Real quick. Real quick. <clears throat> so don't get me wrong. You know, I I, I will. <laughs> you know, we're just going to go on. I'm sorry. <laughs> I just, I, because I, it, it just, I just it was in this place. This man really thought he could put hands on somebody, and we're just gonna be like, okay, do your thing. And then, and then, like, you, and then, third man, nah, not, that's what we're not about to do. Nah, nah. Go ahead and, and go home. Hey, remember, idiot, I know where you live. Now, I'm not gonna do nothing with that information except for call the, the authorities. 
But I know where you live, stupid. If I was that crazy, imagine. Uh, uh, I don't want to be the one to say, but uh, go postal. <laughs> <laughs> but see, now we got to hold his mail and all that type of stuff. So anyway. Uh, so so what did he learn? <laughs> throwing a tantrum does nothing. Yeah, being a grown man throwing a, grown men throwing tantrums are hilarious. Especially like... Like you do it on the airplane. Yeah, like... like <laughs> This is my seat. Like, first of all, don't get your ass beat. In front of all these sit down. In front of all these people. We all, we all going to Vegas. Have a seat, bro. It's cool, bro. <laughs> you going to get there the same time I do. <laughs> Man. But, so, I was talking to one of my, uh, co- well, former co-workers, and, uh, you know, she just talking about different things going on in her life, and one of the things that she said was, uh, you know, and she was in a situation, and the guy was saying that he's gonna, you know, get his stuff together for her. He's gonna just start working on himself and all of that stuff. He's been saying it for, you know, for a while now, from what I understand from her. The words that she said to me rang so loud in my ear. Okay. She says, I ain't got time to be dating your potential or who you could be. And when she said that, it just, I mean, it just hit me in the chest. I said, man. How often do we wait for somebody? How long do how often do we just waste our own time because we see flashes of greatness in somebody, but yet they consistently don't live up to those expectations or to those promises, or we are literally waiting for their potential. You know what I mean? Often. What is it, my love? And in a moment, yes, I will get you some fish in a moment. Just I got you. I got you. But yeah, you know, how often, I mean, so let's get into that a little bit, man. Like, I want—I don't really even know where to start. Why do we wait for someone's potential? Why do we wait for someone's who they could be to come up? But yet, more often than not, they don't really show that person or they don't, they don't live up to that. I think it's an, I've been in that situation before. Um, where you want the, the person to do better in every aspect of the relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, from reciprocation to loving you properly or, you know, saying, and more, and sometimes a lot of it is they can't love you properly because they don't love themselves properly. Mm. Mm. And which is a big thing in relationships. If you don't love yourself, then you're not going to do right. So it's to me, um, you know, people say, like, you should make sure you're dating on your level. Mm. And I don't think people understand that it's not also a, not just a financial component to it, but it's also a mat- emotional maturity level as well. Right. Right. And you know what? One thing that um, I can honestly say, I feel like one thing Ladies and gentlemen, if someone who you're dating or married to is asking you to love them in a particular way that rings true for them, don't tell them that that, that's wrong or that's outlandish. You know what I'm saying? Like, okay, me personally, I'm very much affectionate. You know what I'm saying? Physical touch, not necessarily always sex. Of course, that's great. Love it. It's, it's pretty dope. You love have, some sex. I can tell you have three children. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I don't, don't want to be in your business, bro. <laughs> you know, exactly. <laughs> but but I'm, I'm, 
when you know physical touching that you know coming to, you know just touching my shoulder rubbing my back not massaging my back just rubbing my back or something like that that helps bring me peace you feel what i'm saying yeah that that you know from a hard day at work stressful day at work if you come just rub my leg touch my shoulder or something that just brings me down you know what i'm saying it's bring, relaxation it relax it relaxes absolutely but Absolutely. when you're asking somebody, hey, I need this from you. Can you do this for me? I need this from you. And they do it every now and then. But for, but let's say six out of the seven days, you don't get that. What in the You know what I'm saying? It's like, I don't know. I know personally it had me to where I was just like, I will be like, you know what? Maybe I'm tripping. I, maybe I'm going to deny myself this, this love language I have. You know what I'm saying? Because I see what it could be, but it's not happening. Because you love them and you want it to get better. Exactly. And a lot of times, um, people wait in situations that aren't going to get better because that's not in the person's nature. Mm-hmm. And and that's why I say, you know, that kind of goes back to reciprocation a little bit for me. Like, mm-hmm. they, they demand, what's funny about those types of people is that they demand a certain thing out of you. Right. But you ask for something as, hey, just come sit next to me. I just want to be in your presence. Yeah. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, mm-hmm. which is, it's free. Like, it's not, it's not gonna run you up. Like, it's not gonna mess the credit score up. I know. You get, you ask, you ask A through Z of me. Right. I was asking A and B. That's it. And it's and and B is just too much for you. Woo. <laughs> like, that don't make me want to do like. And then it's like, and then it becomes this thing of like, what make me not want to do the things that make you happy? Right. I'm not asking a whole bunch of you. But you you make me not want to put my best foot forward. Yeah. And and what's even messed up is that you feel out of place not putting your best foot forward because that's not how you even... There you go. That's not even how you operate. Right. right. And you're like, damn, I want to I do more. I want to do... I want to go on trips. I want to do... I want to go here. I want to go there. But hell, you don't even act right inside of 270. Right. Listen. <laughs> <laughs> you, you act good enough to, to go to, to Westerville. Why the hell would I take you to to Cabo? Like what? No. And that's where, <laughs> and that's where people get emotionally and mentally exhausted because I feel like if you are just denying somebody, whether you're directly denying somebody the type of love and care that they need, or you're indirectly denying it, to me that's a form of emotional and mental abuse. Because that person is, they could be putting everything out and, you know, doing everything that they can to help accommodate you and make you feel loved in that particular way. But if you're still withholding that from them, I believe that's a form of abuse. Because that person is now like, man, what am I doing wrong? Why is nothing working? Why am I not receiving anything just to help me feel somewhat secure? Yeah, you feel you me? Did. They're a goddamn emotional terrorist. That's what they are. Yeah. That's what I call them, emotional terrorists. <laughs> just mentally abuses you because because that that's that's who they are when they don't get their way or something is about them like they, they flirt hard with that 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 being nar- that narcissistic shit like mm. they flirt hard with that like mm-hmm. and it is because so what do you mean it's not about me how could it not be about me and it's like and it's like i will bend over backwards to, to do anything to make you happy. Mm-hmm. And I'm just using this as an example. You can't even just come rub a nigga's shoulders. Right. Not even a full-on massage. Just, I just I just want to feel your presence. That's it. 
I ain't asking for nothing. Like you said, nothing. So I just, <laughs> just, just let me, let me smell your hair. Something. Come on. Like, <laughs> let a real nigga hold you. Like, what, what's the problem? You feel me? And it's, 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 and you know, I can honestly say, man, you know what I'm saying? Shout out to, to my baby, Miss um, Shantae, because I can honestly say, bro, it's like, so we're both Aries, which, you know, I don't necessarily always pay attention to astrology and everything like that. I do believe that there are definitely some factors that play a huge factor. That's just, you know, some things that play a huge factor, but that's not what I base my relationship off of. No. You know what I'm saying? Not at all. But I would say that we both truly do love that that physical touch and just being around each other. You know what I'm saying? And so, you know, I can honestly say she definitely, you know, hell, I work in a very stressful situation, postal service, you know, be on the phone with her or FaceTime with her, and next time I see her, she just, just the warmth. You know what I'm saying? You just be like, damn, this is what I needed all day. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. But, you know, kind of going back into the topic is like, I feel I felt for my homegirl when she's telling me about that because, you know what I'm saying, she's young or whatnot. She, you know, ain't none of us perfect. But you just hate to hear something like, man, you've been saying that for years that you was going to do this. He's been saying for years he's going to do X, Y, D, this, that, the third, and he still ain't done it. And now I'm just tired. He's like, dang, bro. Like, how, how much? And, you know, she just give me surface level type stuff. You know what I'm saying? And even know. then, it's still kind of like... It's still like, damn, that's messed up. Kind of like gut-wrenching a little bit. Yeah, here. she was like, yeah, you know, he doing the same this stuff for other chicks, but he wouldn't do the same thing for me. It's like, ugh. Oh, the baby girl, he ain't trying to do it for you. You feel me? I'm, I'm here to tell you. If you ain't never... Some word of advice I gave um, my sister as a kid, um, or just coming up, I said, a man will only do what you allow. Mm, that's real. That's real. Period. Like, period. Mm-hmm. He'll, he'll try you once, and if he sees he can get away with it, he'll keep doing he it. He'll keep doing it. Yep. And, I'm, and I told myself, that's free game. Because mm-hmm. we, we all have that in us. Mm-hmm. Um, and it can be big or it could be small, but the bigger stuff, you know what I mean? Like, I might, like, you know, be like, hey, can you... um. You make dinner, and if she's like, say she's a chef and she likes to cook, that's small, right? You know what I mean? That's not fun. But if it's something big that could be detrimental to our relationship in the long run, like, hey, can you give me four thousand dollars, <laughs> <laughs> and I'll pay you back? Then you know you can be forever living with that, you know, that in your head, like. Mm-hmm. And like when she said, like when you said your friend was, um, you know, dating a potential, like. We've all done that at least once. Everybody's done that at least once. Everybody's either dated somebody who hasn't reached their full potential mm-hmm. or dated a hoe. Ugh. Ugh. And I, Ugh. I'm here to tell you, <laughs> you should all date a hoe early because it builds early, character. Early, it builds character. Everybody has dated uh, one hoe. One person they knew in their heart like, I ain't got no business being with this dingy broad. <laughs> or like... With this floozy. this dirty nigga. Like, I have no business interacting with him. But and how is interchangeable, her. people? Not just talking about women. We talking about... Talking about women, too. We talking about whole we, behavior. We, yeah. we men and women. Yes. We ain't just, it was not just being yes. held down to, to women. Yeah, we are very bipartisan. <laughs> like, you yeah. And we know, like I said, ladies, y'all have thought, like, oh, I need to leave this nigga alone. I know you've thought it. Yes. You're like, we know you... Th-. Like, but they do something 
that somebody else can't, whether it's emotionally or sexually. Yes, absolutely. Or even financially sometimes. Absolutely. We've seen plenty of marriages of people being married to millionaires and they ain't loved on, but then they'll go sleep with the pool boy who makes all of like 20000 a year. But he had that breaking that woman's back Man, in there. every chance he can. <laughs> he don't got no portfolio yet. To, you, you know, know what I'm saying? And the husband cool with it. He's like, you know what, man? As long as you keep all my back, bro, do your thing. Yeah, he's hitting high-end prostitutes on, on business trips. He's not impressed about her. Go ahead. Because he knows if he divorces, she takes half. Like, you got Something else you got to hold. And, uh... <laughs> that's terrible. That's terrible. But, you know, like, it, to me, you know, you we've, we've all been in that situation where we've... Dang, I, I want this to get better. And, mm-hmm. and it doesn't. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it's because we keep taking that person back. You keep taking them back. Like, and, you know what... One thing I honestly learned, man, just going through life, marriage, and everything, if somebody gives you flashes of who they truly are, believe that. Believe that. Believe that. I had to grow to that myself. "Hmm." You know what I'm saying? Like, if you see something and it make you raise your eyebrow, whether y'all just first starting off dating or y'all been dating or y'all been married, Address those things. My problem was I didn't address them. I let things fester. You know what I'm saying? And that's what ate me up. You feel me? I'm about because when you probably blew up, you blew the F up. Yeah. You, you went nuclear. The problem with you, me, the problem, cloud <laughs> the problem with me is that, yes, you're absolutely right. When I when I let things fester for too long, once I address those things, I'm addressing everything and I'm not being nice about it. You know what I'm saying? Now the asshole Byron has come out. Now I had people tell me, Byron, you so cool. This is by design. It's on purpose because I can't pipe. I can't go too far to the left with being too happy because I obsess over things. But then if I go too far to the right and be unhappy and mad, then I'm I'm tearing everything up in my path. So I stay right in the middle. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I see and I see that even because you're one of the nicest people I know. I appreciate but that. the nicest people I know. Like, who I've ever come across in my life, I would never want to see them upset. Because I know once they're there... Once I'm there, it ain't no coming back. Like, once they're there, mm-hmm. like, you, you got, like, you've seen people, like, all your life that was, like, the nicest people knew something happened, something threatens their life, or something threatens one of their kids, yes. and they turn into a whole, like, you like, oh, damn, oh. Oh, you alter beast on me. Okay. Yes. Like, it's a, it's <laughs> yes. a thing. Like, and, and it's like, so I always say the nicest people, I try to keep it nice and quaint with them because I'm like, I would never want to see them for real upset or in a situation that makes them for real upset or, mm-hmm. or turn them into turn them into a demon. Oh, right. Yeah. That's that's why I am the way I am. I'm like, I can't go too far to the level right when I have to stay right there. Even the kill. <laughs> Even to. kill. Girl, stop. Ew, ew, child, look at my ear. Anyway, I I think, but one thing I will say, I think that uh, the person, okay, so, you know, we talked about the person who's waiting for the potential to be reached. The person whose potential we're waiting on, anybody can change. You know what I'm saying? I believe if you have desire to change, if that person is uh, asking you to work on some things, not saying change who you are, but work on some things, build, grow, mature. If you love that person enough, if you have the selflessness in you and the maturity to want to grow, grow. You know what I'm saying? You should want to be stable 
not perfect, but stable for whoever you're with. You know what I'm saying? That's the that's what I'm shooting for. I ain't gonna be perfect for nobody. I ain't gonna be, hell, I ain't gonna be perfect for my daughters. I wanna be stable for them though. You know what I'm saying? So that way, should anything happen, they know, okay, daddy's gonna handle it. I don't know how he's gonna handle it, but it's gonna get handled. You know what I'm saying? If it's something with a little boy, I told my daughters, I don't care. Man, woman, child, boy, girl, I will serve some time for y'all. Now I know that's a that's probably a bad thing to say, but it's the truth. <laughs> It's the truth. Don't don't talk to me. I got too many guns. You bet. You see what I'm saying? I'm so I, I was serve, I was serve time for these kids, but I want them to know that they dad is overall that I'm stable, and I want Shantae to know I'm stable. I'm gonna make some mistakes. Hell, it might be I might be in a funk. Well, I'll be you know a few wow. weeks in. I'm just like man, I'm really been tripping. Let me climb up out of this. Mm-hmm. But the desire is gonna be there to not only please but let them know and let her know that. Hey, I'm secure. I ain't going nowhere. I might be a little off my game right now. You know what I'm saying? But nowhere. I'm coming back around. But but the growth in that is also being able to acknowledge that sometimes you might not be all right. Yeah. But also being able to verbalize it because you know our our culture, our men, you know, what I'm saying our old heads, they, they wasn't taught to like, you know, just just they just walk around the house mad. So it's good to see yes that you have grown to the point where you can at least be like, hey. Kids, baby girl, like um, pops is a little bugging. Mm. Uh, I'm gonna go in the room, just try to decompress. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna come back. I'll be a better person. Don't break anything. I love y'all. See right. you in a second. Give me fifteen. Yeah, yeah. smooth fifteen. A smooth fifteen. Just really <laughs> get it together. Which is which is growth. And a lot of y'all um, just need therapy. I'm gonna just oh, be honest with you. Yes, I just started like, therapy last week. Man, last how, Thursday. How was it? I felt great. <laughs> I felt. I literally. It was the first session, and I felt like, thank you for the reference. Oh, without a doubt. But I felt like, man, I just needed someone just to sit there, hear what the heck I'm saying, be unbiased, because I'll come talk to you. I'll come talk, because you're unbiased. I'll go talk to anybody. You know what I'm saying? Some of the people I know ain't going to be a little bit biased towards me, so they may just be telling me what they think I want to hear. You know what I'm saying? Which ain't helping nobody. It's not helping me. So, you know, just being able to get all that out, man, I'm like, bruh. She's like, how do you feel? I was like, good. Yeah, I feel great. All right. <laughs> I feel like. Well, it made me want to do it again. I've been in therapy uh, consistently for God, how, how long now? About four or five years. Word. And um, what caused, what, what, what pushed you to it? What, what? And your life, now you ain't got to give a specific event, but what in yourself did you notice that you were like, bro, let me go sit down with somebody? I just had a desire um, to be better mm. mentally. Like, I, I, I'll be honest, I don't know exactly where it came from, but like, um, but just a desire to, just to be a better uh, human mm-hmm. um, for myself. You know, be a better human to the people around me, mm-hmm. and you know, just just acknowledge some things about myself. And and not only that, it made me acknowledge my flaws, but also made me like, um, I don't want to say love my flaws, but like, mm-hmm. but acknowledge them and and to a degree admire them and, and not use them as um as like a crutch, yeah, as a crutch mm-hmm. or an excuse to just. Be an asshole for real. Gotcha. Um, 
even though I am still an asshole. I mean, like, <laughs> bowling to people that really, like, had it coming. Like, right. I, I try to do better in that right. aspect. But, um, but you know, um, and it was good to meet someone who has no personal, I won't say personal, has no investment in me but to make me be a better me mm. without the benefit of them. Yeah, that's real. Outside of them feeling like I did a good job, I'm helping him be a better person. Mm-hmm. And, and it was good to hear somebody call me on my shit, too. Of course. Because, you know, like, I, I know I can be <laughs> kind of me. <laughs> <laughs> you have described yourself as being, as being a sociopath. Yeah, yeah. I, I can be, <laughs> you, you, you described yeah, yourself. Because like, certain things that I, don't, I, don't give, I don't give a damn about. Um, it, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, if it don't, if it don't take... You know, money out of my pocket or, or hurt my loved ones and the ones I respect. Past that, I'm kind of like, cool. And? Yeah, like, yeah. I'm like, all right. Like, that, that doesn't concern me. Like, it's none of my business. Right. That is the one thing it, I did learn, like, a lot of therapy. I mind my business so much. Mm. Like, when I tell you, I'll be like, mm. try to really, like, stay in my lane and stay out of people's stuff. Mm. Ignorance, ignorance is truly bliss. Bruh, when I tell you, <laughs> literally, it's dope. A shining, <laughs> a shining example of that, bruh, today we were pulling up to my baby's soccer game. I'm getting out, getting all the stuff out the truck. I see this van backing up. He backs into another van. Bow! I looked. I said, mm. Turned my head, kept doing what I was doing. He gonna look at me. He's like, hey. Mm-mm. Nope. Nope. Hey, one my car. I don't care. Yeah, <laughs> I will mentally log your car because I come back with a dent one day. Exactly, and then I see you got a, my paint on your car. Mm-hmm. Past that, mm-hmm. I don't care. I don't care, right? I don't care. Uh, no, don't look over here. Don't invite me into yeah. your shit. And not only that, the universe will get you anyway. If you want to oh, yeah. be honest about the types of car, I believe in karma. I believe definitely what you put out is what mm. you're gonna get back. Mm. Mm. So, so without a shadow of a doubt, <laughs> you, like don't even like that's what I said. I'm gonna win back to. I'd have glanced up and be like, damn, yeah, this car. That's wild. Went back to my YouTube video. Like, yeah. Wow. <laughs> hey, he said, crack, crack. I looked down and said, whoo, wow. I Good. said, well, you know what? The other van was already kind of dinged up and everything. I said, all right, they ain't going to notice. Yeah. <laughs> but, just, but just know, sir, couldn't be you. me. Hey, 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 I saw you. Yeah. <laughs> couldn't be me. You can't just hit my stuff and ride off. I don't play that. Right, uh, but you know what, y'all? Uh, Pike made a good point. Uh, therapy, being the desire to be better, I think that will help a lot of people who are waiting, not only waiting for to reach their potential, but the person who's doing the waiting for them to reach their potential. I think we all just if you go to therapy, you'll realize that you might not have the the need to wait or the want to wait anymore. And also, the person may you might also realize that you are um, uh, depriving somebody of what they deserve in a relationship. So. Uh, yes, I'm a big advocate for therapy, especially in black people, black men. So, and black women, too, but just people, period. People, but period. I will also tell y'all, little advice, little free game for me. Therapy only works mm. if you're honest. Mm. That means mm. telling the parts where you were wrong. Also, yes. Do not go to your therapist and make up a story. Yes, because a good a a good therapist will see right through that. Oh, bullshit. absolutely. And then two, you're, it doesn't make you a better person. It just makes you the same lying piece of shit that you were before you showed up. Mm-hmm. Be mm-hmm. honest. Be honest. Allow them to tell you where you were wrong. Absolutely. So that you can be a better you going forward. Hey, hey y'all. Hey, y'all. Hey, listen. And also, please, please, for the love of everything that is holy and beautiful, 
Stop crying in the rain, people. Do y'all understand what I mean by that? Stop crying in the rain. Stop, stop doing stuff to where you don't look like you are hurting or in or in need of help. Y'all ain't, feel your feels. Y'all ain't not sure. <laughs> you feel me? Like, let it burn, baby. Like, you know let it burn. <laughs> you feel me burning? I don't know why Usher's ass was dancing, doing a thing across the chest. Anyway. I don't. I, you know what? That's a no. That's a what whole other episode. Did Usher wear something like a dress or some high heel platform boots at a concert or something recently? He wore something wild. You know, we go. We gonna have a celebrity episode. <laughs> <laughs> Cause we almost got off topic today talking about Robert Kelly's little head ass. Hey, guys, we could dedicate a whole episode to Robert Kelly and some of these crazy ass folks out here. Right. But I don't want him to make any more money. No, I don't. It's, we've been funding that terrorism for way too long. Yeah, so <laughs> don't get me wrong. One of the ladies at the job had R. Kelly on uh, while she was doing getting some things wrapped up, and I was just, I'm like, man, this was a good song, though. <laughs> <laughs> You know how hard it to know that you pay for Spotify oh. and you can't listen to TP2.com because you oh. know you're directly funding like some type of toucher organization. We should have known something was wrong with R. Kelly when he had the gold uh, cornrows. You remember that? You know what? You're not wrong. We should have known. When he, not, no, when he started running around with that damn Hamburglar mask, we definitely should have been like, this is a problem. When the, with the yes, with the hamburger <laughs> man, and when the man he was on what was the girl's song? He was like, "Do you mind if I stroke you up?" We should have known them, bro. You remember that song back in the day? Yeah, that's a weird way. He to was ask. in the video, essentially stroking himself with like a pole or some sort. He had I don't mind. That was weird. Oh, yeah, okay, that yeah, was yeah, weird. Yeah, yeah, okay, gotcha. gotcha. <laughs> yeah. But I'm sorry, y'all. But uh, but I digress. I digress. Mm-hmm. Uh, Brother Pike, you got anything else to add, man? Um, no, man. I don't think I can tell y'all is. I, I hope everybody ends up with who they want to end up with. Or if you don't want to be with anybody, that's cool, too. I know a whole bunch of people that are like, I'm just I'm just cool on relationships. and uh, But whatever you do, you know, if they're not re- wait, meeting their potential, you, you got to break. You got to break that. Please, y'all. Break the cycle and either be by yourself. <laughs> Or go be with somebody who want to be with you. This is real. Or or who wants to you know, who wants to grow with you? Because you know homeboys homeboys in the other chicks. And he was growing, just not with her. <laughs> man, tell these folks where they can find you, man. Uh, you can find me on Instagram at Stone Cold Steve Piper, or you can find me on Twitter at Piper the Villain. Um, also, y'all can find me. I am Bama B. That uh, is. Bama underscore B underscore 324. Uh, Miss Sammy, baby, uh, y'all forgive me. I don't, she says it every week, but uh, hers is, uh, hell, I don't know. <laughs> That's a shame. Uh, hers is MS underscore S A M M Y B A B I E. That is Miss Sammy, baby, on Instagram. Y'all look her up. We appreciate y'all listening to us. What you got to say, brother? I'm sorry. Uh, Sammy, if you um, heard you traveling, uh, if you down in the ATL, uh, bring me back a shot glass or bring me something. <laughs> bring me something. Yo, I don't care. You can pick. <laughs> uh, episode nine of On Some BS Podcast in the Books. Brother, again, I appreciate you. My God. Hey, y'all be safe. All right now. Deuces.